0: The 2023 NHL draft has come and gone, and the Dallas Stars now have six new prospects in their system. And on today's episode, I'll be reacting to each draft picking, giving you all the information that I could find on these players and what their potential is with the Stars franchise. All of this coming up on a Friday episode of Locked On Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars Hockey, coming to you on this Friday, June 30th. And today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit, and it's the same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit, ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit only available to us customers eligible items only exclusions apply. Thank you for tuning into today's episode, whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener for making us your first listen every single day, subscribe to the show on YouTube and on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Thank you guys for the continued support as we continue on through the off season. And one big check mark has been placed in a box on, uh, you know, the steps and progressions that you go through In the offseason, the NHL draft has come and gone in Nashville, Tennessee, and the Dallas Stars began day two of the draft with five picks and ended up with six new prospects after a trade in which they acquired the 79th overall pick in the third round of the draft, where in return they sent both a third and sixth round pick in next year's draft 2024 to the Nashville Predators. And it's a pretty interesting draft class. And today I intend to go player by player in the order that they were selected and give you my thoughts on the pick uh, based on all of the information that I could find on them. And I will let you know that the deeper we go, the less information that was available on each player. But there is something to say about each of these individuals uh, as they have taken one step closer uh, to achieving their ultimate dream of playing NHL hockey. And with the first pick that the Stars had in the draft, 61st overall in the second round, the Dallas Stars selected Tristan Bertucci from the Flint Firebirds of the Ontario Hockey League. Bertucci is a left-handed defenseman, and as has been discussed throughout over the past several episodes, yes, it matters to some extent what side a defenseman shoots from, but I don't think it's as big a deal as people make it out to be. If you're a good player, you're a good player, and you can find ways to adjust your game Uh, Depending on what side you shoot on. So I'm not overly concerned about him being a left handed defenseman. He packs some really good size coming in at six foot two inches, 179 pounds, and is currently 17 years old. He'll turn 18 here in just a couple of weeks on July 12th. And Bertucci is one of the more fun prospects in this draft class. And it's going to be exciting to get to watch him develop and come up through the Dallas star system as he already has two full years of OHL experience under his belt in which he's racked up 12 goals, 51 assists, 63 points in 125 games. He's known and identifies himself as a two way defenseman who likes to prioritize his defense first and then You know, be the guy that can start those breakaway opportunities, be the guy that makes the start pass to his teammate exiting the defensive zone and getting on the attack on the other side of the ice. And I think the Stars are in big time need of defensemen like that to be in their system on the come up throughout the organization. I think they will benefit from having a guy like Bertucci in the pipeline somewhere where maybe in two or three seasons we're seeing him get a chance to crack the NHL roster. Uh, and also, I think there's a benefit to knowing that there's already some established relationships between Bertucci and some other stars currently playing in the NHL. He currently shares the same agency representation as Tyler Sagan and Miro Haskinen. And he said in an interview that he's already talked with both of those players multiple times about their experience in the NHL, their experiences getting drafted, and what that journey was like for them, going from you know wherever they were playing before, overseas and junior hockey, to eventually making it into the NHL. And especially with Miro in, that's an incredible connection to already have before you've even stepped foot in the Stars facility to begin your introduction time with that organization, likely starting with development camp, and then we'll see uh, where it goes from there. But any time a defenseman gets drafted into this organization, you instantly think of the connection that they can make with Miro Haskinen. And that's exactly where my mind went with a guy like Bertucci. I think that the way he plays his game is modeled quite a bit after Miro Haskinen, who is certainly a lockdown defender, but has shown over the past season that he can translate that defense into effective offense And so the fact that they already have an established relationship together is a very promising sign. And hopefully that's a relationship that continues to grow and develop as both of them spend more and more time together. But then in the very next round, the Dallas Stars made that trade with the Nashville Predators to get a third round pick with that pick they used to acquire Brad Gardner, a center coming from the OHL's Ottawa 67s, another guy with pretty decent size. Uh, coming in at six foot one, 183 pounds, a little bit more weight than a guy like Bertucci, but you know, not quite as tall, but still around the same height. And this is maybe the most intriguing pick or at least a peculiar pick of the draft for the stars because they initially did not have this third round pick. And so they made an active move to send other picks back to the Nashville Predators in order to make sure that they were picking somewhere in the third round. And it's my assumption that it was to go out and get Gardner or if you know if maybe whoever else they wanted was maybe already taken they at least probably had done some research knowing that Gardner was someone that they would potentially be interested in acquiring if he fell to them in the third round once they were able to get a pick in that round so they obviously saw something in his game uh, whether it was scouting or watching film they saw something that they liked there uh, which you know, is interesting. And I think the you know most intriguing part about looking at his scouting reports and what people had to say about him as a prospect is he's not necessarily a scorer. He definitely has an NHL type shot that definitely does need uh, some polish and some work, but that's the case for almost everybody being taken in this draft and he still can rack up a good amount of goals and points. He had 46 points across 121 games so far in the Ontario Hockey League. But according to elite prospects, when you look at his profile, scoring is not what he's known for, at least in terms of goals. They say that he works best whenever he's not with the puck, creating space on the offensive side of the ice, finding ways to get open, but then even when the puck is on his stick, He likes to dish it to his teammates. He likes to set up the other guys on his team around him and put them in situations to score goals. So that's a pretty unique player to have, a guy who certainly can shoot when necessary and has a pretty nice shot. I got to see some of his highlights uh, just looking around on YouTube. Definitely a, a very capable NHL shot, but also nice to know that he's a guy who is definitely going to be looking to set up teammates. And let's just say a few years down the road, he does make it into the league. And who knows who he's going to be playing alongside? As his options for goal scorers will be pretty high, with likely, you know, hence Robertson, Johnston, Stankoven will probably have come into his own by then. Uh, and who knows who else would be on that team that he would have the option to be working with in terms of sending his passes and helping create space in order to generate offense for the Stars. For all I know, that this is a guy who maybe is a, a future All Star, but my instincts and instant reaction tell me. That at best he seems like a middle to bottom six type player, but as we all know, uh, over you know watching the previous Stanley Cup champions, depth is critical. Depth is key. And so even if this is a guy who won't be the flashiest name face of the franchise, you do need those guys that can chip in and eat away minutes in the bottom six and find ways to help contribute because that's often where playoff series can be won and lost is with depth. So a very interesting pick, interesting to see the stars make a move to position themselves to get a pick in the third round and then go with Brad Gardner, hoping that it does work out for him in the NHL. And who knows, maybe we'll see him wearing a victory green Dallas Stars sweater someday. Well, those are just two of the six prospects that the Stars took in the 2023 NHL draft. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll cover the next two prospects. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every single day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health and a boost in energy. I drink AG-1 in the morning before making my coffee so I can start my day strong and be ready to take on whatever the day throws my way. AG-1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support whole body health. AG-1 replaces your multivitamin probiotic and more in a simple drinkable habit. I also like that it costs less than $3 a day. That's a pretty good bargain if you ask me. And it's a really effective daily habit with high quality sourced ingredients. So it's a win-win across the board. If a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to drinkag1.com slash NHL network. Again, that is drinkag1.com slash NHL network. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day for continuing to make our podcast a part of your daily routine. A big shout-out to all of our everydayers out there tuning in to get the latest on the newest members of the Dallas Stars organization. We've talked about the first two picks that the Stars got in the 23 draft, Tristan Bertucci and Brad Gardner. Now it's time to talk about the middle of the draft class. In the fourth round, the Dallas Stars selected Aram Minetian, I believe is how you pronounce that name, out of the U.S. National Team Development Program. He's an 18-year-old kid who stands at five foot eleven, 194 pounds, and he will be continuing to play college hockey. Or I say continue. He is about to go off to play college hockey at, at Boston College, uh, where plenty of other NHL-caliber players have started their careers before eventually going to the NHL ranks. Uh, a very interesting player. He's regarded as a playmaking defenseman, who can score, but will also look to set up his teammates in creative ways. Definitely not as much size as a guy like Bertucci or maybe even some other people in this draft class, but a guy who can be pretty creative with the way that he plays the game and typically regarded as a very strong skater, uh, according to his previous coaches and teammates. And something that stuck out to me, Uh, was his desire to give back to his community. While doing some research, trying to find out some information on Manidian, I was able to find this video uh, from a local New Jersey news station that highlighted Aram's days before heading to the draft in Nashville. And while you would maybe expect that he was laying low, taking some time for himself before starting this big next step in his career, he was actually at his old high school facility playing hockey with the next generation. Kids that were were going to be going to the same high school, going through the same system that he did back when he was a kid, getting his start uh, in competitive hockey, uh, which I think says a lot uh, about his character and says a lot about himself just as a person. Uh, I don't really think anyone would have blamed him for staying home, maybe hanging out with some family and friends. And while I'm sure he did try to do some of that before heading to Nashville for the draft, It's very cool to see that he was taking time to give back to the place that built him as a person and as a player and investing in the next generation. Even though it's a small act of kindness, I think it speaks volumes to the individual that he likely is. And regardless of what his future holds in the Stars organization, seems like a nice addition. Uh, to have someone like that in the pipeline. Obviously, we probably won't see him at the professional level for a little bit as he'll be playing with the Boston College hockey team, but excited to follow his career there uh, and see how he continues to grow his game and, and if he's able to pan out as a legitimate potential defenseman for this organization. And then moving on to the fifth round, the Dallas Stars did select a new goalie in Arno Tiafensi, I I'm probably butchering the mess out of that name. So I'm just going to call him Arno uh, for the remainder of this segment. Arno comes to us from Germany and the DEL. He's a big body goalie coming in at six foot four inches. And he has, if I'm being honest, some of the best hair in the game, just an absolutely immaculate flow. Uh, that you can see even while he has his mask on, but even outside of his incredibly good looks, he's a pretty darn good goalie too, from what I can gather. He put up a 13-10 and record in his past season in the DEL with a 2-4-3 goals against average in a 9-10 save percentage. It feels weird right now to be a fan or just someone who watches the Dallas Stars and envisioning a goalie in net not wearing the number 29 for quite some time, Uh, but it is always nice to have options in net. Uh, as much as I enjoy Scott Wedgwood in this organization, we know that he's not going to last as the backup forever. We'd love to have him as long as he's able to stay, but eventually he is going to move on. And then of course, you know, you have Matt Murray in the system, you have some other goalies in the AHL and even in the ECHL right now, but it never hurts to continue to add to the arsenal of goalies in the organization, especially now. Uh, that Ben Bishop is able to take up a position uh, in the player development department. As I know, the Stars have wanted him to, but he was unable to do so for the past season because he was technically under an NHL contract with the Buffalo Sabres. But now Ben Bishop has rejoined the Stars organization to help in the player development department. So maybe one day, if Arno does make it to the Stars organization once his day's playing in Germany come to an end, who knows uh, where a guy like Ben Bishop uh, and the other coaches on the Dallas Stars front could help elevate his game. And of course, just again, you're you're drawn in by the size and some of the really impressive numbers. I'm not uh, too familiar with the ton of international hockey, especially German hockey. Uh, there's some great players that come out of Germany, like your Leon Dreisaitl of the world. So not entirely sure what the competition looks like over there, but in my eyes, those are pretty solid numbers. 2 four, 3 goals against average in a 9-10 save percentage and putting up 13 wins for his team with a little bit of playoff experience as Well, so again, we're not necessarily anticipating any big moves from Jake Ottinger for really, hopefully, the foreseeable future. But it's not necessarily out of the ordinary to see teams take at least one goalie in the draft just to make sure that they have a nice array of options for themselves as time continues to go on. Well, we're four picks in to analyzing the Dallas Stars 2023 NHL draft, and there's two more players to talk about. We'll talk about Angus McDonnell and Sebastian Bradshaw. Coming up next. Final segment of the week of today's episode of Locked On Stars. Evaluating the draft class as best as we can. Uh, I know, especially as we get into some of these later rounds, some of the information on these players isn't as high. But you can still find, if you look hard enough, on the Dallas Stars final two picks of the 2023 NHL draft. And the Stars went for some style points in the sixth round as they chose Angus McDonnell, one of, if not the best name in this year's draft class. Uh, just a catchy name. Uh, Angus with a first name, very unique name. But then McDonnell, just an incredibly fun last name to say. A centerman from the Miss- Mississauga Steelheads of the OHL. Also played part of the season in the OHL with the Serena Sting. He recorded 41 points in 64 games over this past year in the OHL. And 29 of those 41 points were goals. He's known across the board by scouts as a two-way player with a good amount of edge to his game and honestly was able to find some videos of him. He actually scored a hat trick with the Serena Sting earlier in the season. He just seems like an absolute gamer. You see him score all of those goals, the majority of his points coming by putting the puck in the back of the net, which is just incredibly fun to think about the stars. Maybe finding a sneaky good goal scorer This late in the NHL draft, of course, you never really know with these later round picks who you're going to be getting. You you might be getting a guy who maybe doesn't play a ton in the NHL, but we know that guys like Joe Pavelski, he was a seventh round pick back in the day when he was chosen into the NHL draft. So for all we know, we're looking at one of the next great goal scorers in this game. He certainly does have the ambition that it takes to be a professional hockey player. He's going to be fun to continue to watch his game grow and develop as he continues to compete in the OHL with some other really good NHL-caliber talent. And with their last pick in the draft, the Stars snagged Sebastian Bradshaw out of the Elite Hockey Academy U-18 team. This is a guy who scored 62 points in his past season of competitive hockey in 59 games played, 31 of those 62 points, so half of the points that he acquired were goals. So this is another just absolute gamer of a player, a guy who likes to maneuver around the ice and put himself in position to score the puck, but also not afraid to let the passes fly as well, seeming to find a healthy balance of setting up his teammates and finding ways to put the puck in the back of the net. So at the end of the day, with this year's NHL draft class, we don't necessarily know how all of these guys are going to pan out. But there is some excitement, at least at this point in their time in the organization, which, you know, is really just less than 24 hours old at this point, probably, uh, even by the time you're hearing this. But just the idea of knowing that maybe there is a diamond in the rough amongst these players, maybe one of these guys is the next big thing for the Stars organization. As I as I mentioned, I mean, countless NHL Hall of Famers and future Hall of Famers came from the late stages of the draft. Joe Pavelski Henrik Lundqvist, I know even Jamie Ben was, what, a fifth-round pick back when he was selected into the NHL. You you never truly know uh, what you're going to get with the guys that you pick. Obviously, whenever you get a guy in the first or second round, you have pretty high expectations, but every now and then, uh, you really strike gold in the latter stages. So I'm very, very excited for this year's draft class. A huge congratulations to all six players for even getting drafted uh, and putting in the countless hours of work the support of family and friends certainly I know does not go unnoticed for these young men as they are now one step closer to achieving their dream of playing NHL hockey. And I hope and wish the best for all of them, uh, whether their success is with the stars organization or beyond Uh, just a very exciting time in the world of hockey to get to see hundreds upon hundreds of young men, hear their names called and get to continue to chase their dreams. So I'm excited to see what the future holds for these players and the Stars have a pretty good tendency of scouting good talent and drafting good talent. So I imagine that at least one or two of these guys will probably see some NHL minutes for the Stars at some point. And if that's the case, I think that this draft class is a roaring success. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. We will be back here next week. Uh, probably by the time we do another full episode, the Stars could have some new other new players uh, in the mix as free agency opens tomorrow. On Saturday, the Stars could be making some moves. I know that Saad Youssef was reporting on Twitter that the Stars could even be exploring some trades, which is super, super interesting, uh, as the team could be getting new faces, but also sending away uh, some current faces that we are familiar with. I imagine the team could look very, very different by the next time we see one another on Monday. If there's any big news, I'll probably pop in with some instant reactions, or at least as quick as I can react with it being weekend, But you best believe I will be keeping my eyes peeled all weekend long for whatever moves the Dallas Stars look to make in order to improve their roster for next season. But I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform of choice. We are always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. You can also find us on social media. Just search Locked On Stars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at underscore I hope you guys enjoy your weekend, take care of yourselves, and we will see you back here on Monday.